to another episode of Raising His Kids, a podcast for stepmoms. We're your hosts. I'm Lauren, a child-free stepmom of one, hoping for an hour's baby soon. And I'm Tony, a bio mom of two and a stepmom of two. We are two stepmoms who, although we live at opposite ends of the world, quickly bonded over how we all deal with the same Karen as we navigate our lives raising his kids. Today we're talking about holiday traditions. Do you want to start talking about your holiday traditions or do you want me to start talking about mine? Well, you can go first because we, like I've said in the last one, this is our first like real Christmas together. So we don't have really a lot of traditions yet. So, Well, the biggest thing for me that I wanted to do is I wanted to make the kids feel special, especially because from our first Christmas, we weren't living together. BK and I had this puny little Christmas tree that was like a foot tall. So we bought a brand new Christmas tree and I ordered all these personalized decorations for the kids in their favorite colors. And there was another one that had, um, so 2018 was the year we spent our first Christmas together. So it's 2018 and it has these three little heads on it and it has their names on it. And, um, I did, I got another one when, um, Lil K was born. So for 2020, for her first Christmas, we added to it. I don't know. For me, I just wanted something special for the kids. Um, and it's funny just talking about it because I asked them today what their favorite traditions were. And all three of them said about the the personalized baubles and the years that we've been together. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it feels like I'm on the right track creating some traditions for them. The other ones that the kids liked were, well, for Big J, his other one was decorating cupcakes and cookies together. So oh. <laughs> there's, like I mentioned in the last episode, we always have the kids three weeks out of six over Christmas because it's our summer here. And I always try before Christmas, we bake cookies or we do cupcakes and we decorate them all Christmassy. And that's his other favorite part that he likes to do. Whereas the other two little boys, their favorite thing to do is that we don't set up the Christmas tree unless all six of us are in the house. Oh, so I grew up that you set the Christmas tree up on December 1st. So oh, really? Honestly, yeah. I don't. So strict. <laughs> it was December 1st. Never before, never after. It had to be done December 1st. <laughs> That's how I grew up. And so, but with the kids, we don't always have them on December 1st. So nice. we always do it the weekend that we have the kids closest to December 1st, um, which is normally around the time of your Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And so the little boys, they love that, that we always do it together. We don't do it when someone's missing. Right. Yeah. That's really sweet. I like that. Um, They give you like heartfelt answers too. I, well, they needed a little bit of prompting of what a um, Christmas <laughs> tradition was because the first thing they said was presents. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only answer I got. So <laughs> I totally believe that. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing that comes to most kids' minds when you talk about Christmas anyway, so I guess that's understandable. Oh, absolutely. They're just Santa and presents. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that I wanted to talk about just before we get into the listener questions was what I saw on from Bonus to Bio's Instagram page, which was um, how to celebrate a second Christmas with the blended family introducing Mrs. Claus. And she wrote, Mrs. Claus is a tradition that my mum started for me when I was a child, living in a blended home with two siblings that were often with their other parent for Christmas Day. Mrs. Claus is Santa's wife who understands that some kids have two homes and two families and therefore they can't always celebrate and prepare for Santa each together each year. Mrs. Claus visits those children with two homes on any day of the year that they are together with their other family and she brings the kids more gifts to their second home. Mrs. Claus loves cookies and milk. She also takes the trip with a special reindeer friend and she loves getting letters from kids just like Santa. So I, thought I love that. that. Was, yeah, I thought it was really sweet. And I guess it carries on with our, one of the things we brought up in our last episode was how to manage Santa. Right. Yeah, definitely. That was definitely a challenge for us with the whole Santa thing, but we've already committed to, he comes to both houses. Yeah. So we can't really take that back now. <laughs> no, you can't take it back once you started <laughs> it. But it's right. an option for those who haven't done it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that idea. Especially before adding, um, like, just before you add a a bonus, not a bonus kid, a bio kid to the mix. Right. Um, because I know that from experience, adding an hours baby changes the whole dynamic of everything. Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> we spoke about all that really quickly. I know. I know. I was thinking that too. Well, I guess it doesn't really help that I don't really have a lot of traditions. He has no interest in decorating the tree or anything. Like, he's just very present-focused right now. Yeah, well, he's he's six. Yeah, he's six. I, w- I was surprised that he didn't have any interest in decorating the tree, though. Does he we got him these goofy little ornaments and everything, and he was no interest. He just wanted to play with them like toys. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, the boys, yeah. even from a young age, they love it. And every time they make a decoration at school, they bring it home and they put it on the tree and they add to it. But no, I like I grew up in a blended family, but we didn't have any traditions. Um, My brother and sister didn't spend Christmas with their mom. They always spent it at home with us. So Oh. It was like a normal nuclear family Christmas. Right. Yes. That's an adjustment I've had to make, and that's why I try and do all these little things just to make it a little bit more special for the kids. Right. Yeah. I My parents are divorced now, but they were together when we were kids, so we had a nuclear family um, when we were kids with Christmas too. Yeah. And the only like tradition that we really have, I think, is my mom does all the baking because the rest of us could not be less interested in baking. Um, but mm-hmm. my two younger siblings help with like the cookie stuff, like decorating them. And then we do like a secret Santa for like the stocking thing. Like we all get each other presents. But then mm-hmm. since we were like teenagers, probably we all did like secret Santas for stockings. And that's probably the only tradition we really have. Well, that's always something you can incorporate in your family as 
you know, as your stepson gets older and right. if and when you add an hours baby and they grow up, you know, that that's a tradition you can carry on. But then, I don't know, like you said, this is your first Christmas, so you might find something in the coming years to make it your family tradition. I think so, yeah. I do think it's just like a little weird right now because we're used to just having like a few hours to do Christmas where like this year we'll have like we'll have all Christmas Eve and then most of Christmas Day. So we'll finally hopefully be able to like get in the like groove of actually having him for Christmas. It, it's it's fantastic and I'm beyond excited for you because and I'm excited for your husband. Um I'm very excited for him. <laughs> you know, it's it's special and like I said in the last episode, you know, your stepson's at that perfect age where Santa is real and he gets to witness all the excitement and all the magic. Right. While we're on the topic of magic, I just thought of something else we could talk about. Your your disdain for Elf on the Shelf. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I cannot make a commitment for 25 days in a row. I'm like, especially during the holidays, I have a million other things going. Like this whole last like couple of weeks, I've just been so busy. If I had to add a shelf to my list or an elf to my list of things to do, I would go absolutely insane. Also, this is crazy, but I grew up in like an Irish family and we are always like, you don't invite fairies and elves into your house like that's just cause for trouble so um I've also had that in the back of my mind where we never did the leprechaun thing because it's like you don't trust the fairy. (laughs) so I I just have um images in my mind of you know the movie leprechaun yes that's what I have in my mind right now (laughs) right so I'm like I do not and I was surprised did you see my poll on my blooming stepmom page there's like 75% of people that agree with me. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. I never wanted to do it. And I need to be quiet to make sure no one hears me right now. They should be sleeping. But they begged, they begged my husband and I and said, can we please ask Santa for an elf? And my husband cannot say no. Especially to his bio sons, he cannot say no. And he gave in and this was in 2019 and it for the first year it just moved it didn't do anything it just moved but then 2020 came and I'm like I'm not working I have more time on my hands oh. and I'd seen a lot of people were doing the the isolation else so I, I don't think, even know what that is so they were like because of COVID, they were putting the elves in jars, saying that the elf was in isolation, so they got oh, time off from having to move the elf. Uh-huh. But instead, I had, this, I had this genius idea where I was going to build, like, a, a house out of a cardboard box. And I um, I can even find photos, and I'll post it on our Raising His Kids page just for our listeners to see this house that I created for our elf and all it did was move within this elf for like two weeks because at that point here in Australia we had to isolate for 14 days okay so I got 14 days reprieve and then for 14 days it did this like the other 10 days it did these ridiculous things and then I've kind of had to up the ante every year and 
it is exhausting. That's um, what I don't want to get involved in. <laughs> it, it is exhausting. There's a lot of planning that goes in. There's a lot of um, Facebook groups out there for people to get ideas. Um, so I take a lot of ideas from that. Um, and then we bought some costumes for the elf this year. That's funny. And I noticed that there was like a cardboard cutout of the elf's head. And I was like, I wonder if it's the entire elf or just the, the head. So I pulled it out and it's the entire elf. So that's given me my um my idea for tonight. It's that um the, because this year we added two more elves. Oh. Because my husband said we had to because the two little boys wrote a letter to Santa on Christmas Eve last year asking for more elves. <laughs> so um we made it and we have this little nickname for little J and big K and it doesn't, it sounds meaner than what it is, but they remind us of Dumb and Dumber, like the movie. Yeah. Um, so we call them Dumb and Dumber. And so That's funny. Like, I mean, that makes sense because they act like children in that movie. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's it. And so we named the elves Dumb and Dumber. And oh, they're, that's funny. <laughs> they're the older brothers of our female elf. <laughs> so we wrote a little note for tonight saying um, that our little sister is so annoying. We used our elf magic to turn her into cardboard. And I'm just going to stick the cardboard cutout oh. on the wall. So that gave us our idea for tonight. That's funny. <laughs> so especially because little Kay, she's just, she's, through the barrier at the moment with excitement, just having her brother's home all the time at the moment. Right. Yeah, she's being a bit of a handful, so I'm definitely glad we're recording tonight rather than in my morning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny, though. I love to see, like, how excited little kids get, which would probably be the only reason that I would consider the elf thing is if my stepson was younger and just got, like, over-the-top excited but I'm like, I'm not going to commit to that because I don't want to do it for my bio kids. And we're not getting into all that. And that's fair enough. I, I wouldn't have even started it if it wasn't for my husband going, oh, okay. let's get an elf. And then left it to you. Exactly. I fell asleep too early last night. So he doesn't do any of the creative stuff. He will just literally move the elves. And I fell asleep at about, what, 9.30 last night. So he just moved them. He just put them in the fridge. <laughs> oh gosh do they like go and try to find them in the morning yeah every morning they wake up so excited and because this year there was only like three days that the kids were that when the elf was due to come we had big cave for only a night and then he was going to his dad's and then he'd be home for three days and then the other boys were coming so this year we just wrote a note saying that um that the elf had COVID. So I only started it um a week ago. Uh, so at least you won't have like the entire month, right? Just half of it. Yeah. So I at least got a month off. Um, but every day Big K was waking up, like when he was home before the boys came and before I had the elf come, he was waking up and he's like where's Trixie? Where's Trixie? And even when he was at his dad's house, he was messaging me going, is Trixie there yet? 
Oh, yeah. oh I guess you could so say cute. that's another one of our traditions. They just don't know it yet. Right. That's really cute. I don't know. When you say it like that, it makes me feel bad that I don't want to do it, but I don't know. And it's just like, I see the things on Facebook and stuff and it's like such a mess. Like some people make such a mess to mm-hmm. like have their elves do like something mischievous. Like I try to keep it. So now you have to clean up too. I try to keep it minimally messy, like take the mess away from it. Right. Um, also, because I swear my husband has OCD and it would, it, I did the, um, the snow elves last year where you put flour on the bench and make them oh. do like snow angels. And he was freaking out the entire day. So I'm like, yeah, you got OCD, mate. And <laughs> he was just trying to clean it up the entire day. it's so funny it certainly has its pros but if your stepson's not asking for it then you can't get me to and he did it last year with his mom but he hasn't mentioned it at all to us this year so I almost think they're not doing it there either and I don't even want to ask because I don't want to bring up the idea so I don't I don't think he's doing it and I've heard of some people where the elf comes in one house and it doesn't come in the other Mm-hmm. I know for my stepsons, they don't have an elf in their mum's house. Um, oh. And for my bio son, Big K, he doesn't have an elf. They have gnomes. Oh, okay. That's so cute. Like Christmas gnomes. Um, but they only started that the year after we started the elf. Oh. So, you know, I guess they did it to keep up their own tradition to kind of go along with what's happening in this house. So there's nothing wrong with it happening in one house and not the other either. I agree. Is um, like, are all of the kids like accepting that it happens in your house and not the other house? Yeah. Well, especially um, big J because he knows the truth. Oh, right. Um, But even still before he knew, he was still very accepting of it. Um, and then message us every morning to find out what the elf had done. So but they they knew it was just a, something that happened at our house. And so and they still do now. Um they're with us for right up until Christmas now. So well at least Big J and Little J are. Um I'm assuming Big K will message me every day after he leaves on Saturday. He'll message me every day until Christmas to find out what's happening. Oh, like, how do you like explain that the elf is only at mom or dad's house? Um, We just said that Santa allocates one elf per house and you have to write a note. You have to write a letter to Santa requesting that you want an elf for your children. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> but then there's some people that share an elf, which I feel like. Like the, like, like the exact same elf? Yeah. Um. So I was listening to a podcast today um, where the woman said that her and her ex-partner share the elf. So they discreetly transport it at the same time that their child goes between houses. 
That's crazy. I feel like it'd just be easier to get two. Absolutely. Two of the same, right? <laughs> yeah, he would never know the difference. <laughs> no, but I guess I guess everyone's different. And if yeah, you've got a great co-parenting relationship, then I guess that it is possible. However difficult, it's still possible. Right. We um we always pick um, my stepson up from school and drop him off at school. So that would be impossible because it would have to go with him. So there's no way that we could do that discreetly. Um, we do the same. It's pick up and drop off at school. So it couldn't happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> not unless he didn't look in his own backpack, I guess. But he's like obsessed with rummaging through his backpack. So that would never happen for us. I think that's just kids. <laughs> yeah. He's always like, where's my backpack? And it's like, why? And he's like, he just needs to see what's in it. Like, it's so random. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, should we get into the listener questions? Yeah, I have thoughts on that one. So I'm definitely down to talk about it. Yeah, um, I... <clears throat> So we only got the one, but it's, I feel like it's one topic that could take up almost the rest of our episode because I have my own thoughts about it. So our listener wrote in holiday pics of bio mom, stepdaughter, and bio dad. Should they continue to be sent out to family? So um, no. <laughs> my is my dad. short answer. <laughs> no. I'm all for taking those types of photos for the kids. But I don't believe that they should be sent out to family members. I feel like they should be put in an album or a shoebox in the back of a wardrobe for when the child turns 18. I totally agree. And I talked to her a little bit, like, before too, and, like, the reason they supposedly do it is for, like, the memories. But, like, that's not a memory if they're not together so like it makes no sense to even take a picture just for the memory like that and then to send it out it's like you're still doing family things but you're not like a family to me that's really confusing Um, I agree you know we recently had Big J's primary school graduation where I was fully accepting of the fact that I thought, because we've done it in the past for other celebration type things, that my husband, my stepson, and my stepson's mother would get a photo. But she got a photo with him, and then we got a photo with him. Like, my husband and I got a photo with him. If if my husband was to stand next to his son with his ex-wife in the picture, I wouldn't care because that is a memory. It's something that we showed up to together that exactly that is a memory you know I I wouldn't be opposed if they wanted to go do a Christmas photo shoot like go sit with Santa do that sort of thing together just for the photo just for the child I feel like I would be okay with that but it shouldn't be sent out to family members the photo should be just for the child I think that's where like the boundary is crossed like Uh, Like, now that you say that, like, first I was weirded out. I was like, I would be weirded out if he went to go get these, like, Christmas photos done with them. But then, like, when you say, like, pictures with Santa and stuff for the kid, 
that does change my mind on that a little bit, but to be sent out is definitely where the boundary is crossed. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Cause it's like, it's such like a family thing that if you're going to have both bio parents, you should have like the partners also, or just the partners, like just the partner and hence their current. Absolutely. And like, if you're doing a family photo shoot for Christmas and you're doing bio parents with the child, then step parents should be included. And I know that this stepmom has written before that um, they're four years together. So long-term not engaged, not married. But to me is if you're in a relationship, whether you're living together or not, if you're in that role, you're still the stepmom. I totally agree. Yeah. I just, the first time I heard this story, I just, I feel for her. Oh, I do too. Cause like, how do you sit? Like, how do you say that, that it's like crossing a boundary if like they're all so used to it. It just feels like you're like causing conflict where you don't feel like you need to. It's like, that's, that's a really difficult place to be in. Absolutely. But she should still be able to say to her partner, that's crossing a boundary that I'm uncomfortable with. Yes. Um, Even if she is able to say, I'm happy for you to go get the photo, but it needs to stop being sent to your family. If you want a Christmas photo sent to your family, then we need to go get our own. Right. I totally agree. Especially because she was saying it was in her mother-in-law's house. So it's like people are like putting them up and it's like, that's just disrespectful, I think. And kind of unfair. Absolutely. Like if my husband was getting Christmas photos with his children and their mother and then giving them to family members, I would be really hurt. Yeah, especially like pretending you don't exist. Especially if we weren't doing that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's very disrespectful. You know, I have a hard enough time dealing with the fact that there's still photos from my husband's first wedding in my mother-in-law's house. That would bother me a lot. So it's in a room that no one goes into, so I can kind of deal with it. But it's the room that the kids go into and play with toys and you know, every time I'm in there, I just cringe and I kind of want to put them face down. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would just take them. <laughs> um, but in saying that, they're like family photos. So it's not just photos of my husband and his ex-wife. They're like family oh, okay. photos. So I can kind of move past it. And there's photos of us from our wedding in the same room. So it's, okay. not, like, it's not like I don't exist. <laughs> Right. And that's what I feel like this situation is doing. That it's just like, and whether or not you're married, four years is a solid relationship. So like to send Christmas cards out with somebody else, it's just like pretending you don't exist. I feel like. Well, take my marriage out of the equation. My husband and I have only been together officially four years. Right. So it's the same distance time. Well, four and a half years, it's the same amount of time. Right. So there's no difference in my eyes because if we, I don't think there is. If we weren't married, like I would still be the kid's stepmom. Oh, yeah. I fully believe that. I know people, like, especially bio moms will like fight that. But it's like if you're in a solid relationship, you're taking on the stepmom role, you're making those sacrifices, you're still a stepmom. 
Absolutely. And like, I can talk about this from a bio mom's perspective. So my son's high conflict stepmother is still my son's stepmother. And I remember that when they first started dating, like my son's father tried to hide the relationship from me, but my son was talking about it. Yeah. So I knew she existed. That's odd. I just, from my perspective, she wasn't really a stepmom until they really started living together because there was a period of time where my son was still going to his grandparents rather than going to his father's house. Okay. And I don't know why that was not my doing. That was his father's choice. And this was after he started seeing my son's stepmother. So I don't know why, but when, when he'd moved in and actually started forming a relationship with her, then I acknowledged her as his stepmother. Right. So I know that there's going to be step, there's going to be bio moms out there that disagree with me, but oh yeah, I guess that's where my perspective is different because I'm both. Right. Yeah. That probably helps a little bit with that perspective. I can't find this post now that I was hoping to be able to send to you, but um, I'll just tell you what it is and you can tell me if you want to talk about it. Yeah. So basically she was like saying that she went to a holiday dinner with her partner, met them, like met all her friends for the first time, all the partner's friends. Mm-hmm. And they were like talking about the ex the whole time. And then after they had like had some drinks and stuff, she, or they were saying that they wish that the ex and the current partner, I don't know the genders of any of them, but um, they they were saying they wish they had like been able to work it out and hadn't broken up like right in front of the new partner. Oh my lordy. And the first time I met my husband's friends was at a holiday party. And they, this one guy talked about his ex, like the whole time he didn't ask any questions about me at all. He just kept asking about my husband's ex. That is awful. We can do so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, I personally have not experienced that. It helps that my husband lost all of his friends in the divorce. Oh, because they were like mutual friends. Yeah, so his best friend of his entire life, so at least like 30 years, so his best friend's wife became besties with his now ex-wife. Oh, no. And so he lost his best friend of his entire life in the divorce. And I do remember sitting in the car one day and just after we first started seeing each other, They'd been separated for like almost six months at this point. We weren't official, but we were seeing each other. And I was sitting there in silence and his best mate's like, oh, maybe you should go to couple ca- couples counselling. You should try and work this out. And my now husband was sitting there at the time going, no, I'm done. Like there is yeah. no going back. Um, but I'm interested to hear your story about meeting your husband's friends at a holiday party yeah I okay so I I don't think this is why but I have never liked this one guy even though the first time I met him he just asked about the ex the entire time he basically like pretended that I wasn't there most of the time which was just so weird because 
him and my husband have been friends since they were like babies, like forever. And Mm -hmm. my husband was with his ex for only a year and he lives, they lived in different States. So it's not like they were good friends. They didn't like, they didn't see each other much. So I was very confused on why he was so interested. It was so bizarre. Um, But he just kept asking questions all night about like what she was doing. Like, like, I don't know her job, like everything, nothing about me at all. It was so uncomfortable. My husband was so uncomfortable and I don't, I've never liked this guy. I just think he's like a really bad influence. Like my husband's kind of easily influenced a little bit. And, um, this guy is so negative that, and he works with my husband too. So that negativity runs, um, I mean, rubs off on my husband so bad. Like on days that my husband has to work with him, he comes home in like the worst negative mood. It's horrible. So I'm like, I don't like this guy anyways, but like this whole thing, I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just so uncomfortable. And like other people were uncomfortable. You could tell like it was other people thought it was weird that he kept asking about her while I was sitting right there. Like it was, it was just really awkward. See, I, I can come across really blunt sometimes. And depending on what mood I was in or if I'd had a couple of drinks, I'd be like, why are you so obsessed with her? (laughs) Sort of like mean girl style. Right. I probably would at this stage in our relationship, but we were pretty new then. And he had only been separated from his wife for like, I, I don't know, probably like eight to 10 months or something. Um, So like it, it was all like very new and like we had only been dating for a couple of months. So like, yeah, everything was very new. Yeah, that's definitely awkward. I guess like I'm I'm glad that I haven't had to deal with that and I guess my husband hasn't had to deal with that because my friend dynamic changed when I left the relationship with my son's father so I guess my husband never had to deal with that either so yeah how do you um how did your like friendship change um so my son's father was a family friend we grew up together um, oh no, that's so it was my best friend. Um, and we had a lot of mutual friends. Um, so at the point of our separation, we'd known each other for 25 years. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, so I lost a lot of friends, and a lot of them were his friends. Um, and even since then, my my friends have changed. They, you know, and they put it back on me saying I've changed. And I, and I guess I have changed. I, I've grown up a lot, even though I had a child, I was still very much in my twenties. I still wanted to live a bit of a party lifestyle and not at the expense of my child though. Let me put that straight. (laughs) But a lot of my friends couldn't adapt to the fact that I got into this new relationship with an older man who had children and I went from being this sort of 20-something party girl 
to settling down, full-time mumming, full-time step-mumming, full-time working, putting everything into my career. And then a year later, we're having a baby, getting married, buying a house. We're just doing life. And I I don't know, I guess some of my friends felt like they were being left behind. I can't really say because the falling out's kind of just happened. There's been no closure on them, but they're kind of still stuck in the same place that they were. They didn't, gotcha. they didn't evolve. So they're still doing like the party thing? Um, Not all of them, but they just, they, even though they try to say that they're family orientated, they still want to do live the party lifestyle. They want the best of both worlds. Gotcha. It's sort of that sort of dynamic. And I just, that's just not me. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely get that. I think I grew up like with all my friends, like we, my close friend group, we've been close for a long time. And I feel like we all like moved into like these stages together. So luckily I didn't end up losing any of them. That's, that's good. I, I lost my best friend of my entire life. We've been baby best friends since we were at one, you know, I put some boundaries in place and she couldn't respect them. So, and I don't want to go too much into it on here. Um, right. But that's how that ended. But I realized that I don't need those types of friends, if that makes sense. Right. Um. And if anyone who pol- um, follows my my Blended Chaos page would have seen that I recently posted that I went and did this 5K fun run with two friends. And yeah. coincidentally, and I just, it never clicked before I was doing the post that all three of us are stepmoms. Oh, we're, really? And we're bio mums. That's awesome. So all three of us have children from previous relationships. We have stepchildren and we have ours babies. That's crazy. And it, it never dawned on me. And one of them I used to work with, she was my staff member. She was my 2IC at my previous job. And it's just funny that how the friendship evolved and it's kind of funny what life brings you, I guess. Um, yeah. So I guess the friendships that I thought I was sad about losing, I'm actually not that sad about losing because I've actually got these great ones that have been here all along and they're actually in the same life stages as I am. Right. And they can like actually relate to you and like you can talk to them and they know what you mean. Where like if someone who's not in that position, they're going to have no idea. Absolutely. It's just funny because it's taken this long. I've been friends with them for years but I only just realized on the weekend that our lives are basically the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's even, awesome, though. I even love though that. we've been sharing and bouncing everything off each other for years, it just, it never clicked. Are they friends with each other too, or are they just like your friends? No, so they're friends, and that's how I met the other girl, was through the friend that I worked with. Oh, okay. So, um, That's cool. And it kind of just developed from there, I guess. That's awesome. But speaking of friendships changing, did you find that when you became a stepmom that any of your friendships changed? Like did anything change? When, like did people have an opinion on you becoming a stepmom? 
everybody had an opinion for sure. Um, my best friend is probably the only person, well, she's a stepmom now, coincidentally. So, but she wasn't at the time. Um, but she was like the only person who wasn't like negative about it on like some level. So, um, I don't live in the same state as any of my friends. Cause I moved away from home. Like physically nothing really changed. Cause I don't see them very often anyway. And when they come to visit, my stepson's not here and I don't go to visit my hometown unless my stepson's not there. So nothing really changed physically, but everybody had an opinion on like, like I got from like one of my friends. It was like, what if when he gets older, he hates you. Then like, like the kid hates you. Then like your partner's going to leave you. And I was like, what? Like, that's not something I even like considered. (laughs) And then it's like, just like so much about like, oh, your life's going to change and like blah, blah, blah. And like, they were kind of things that I was, besides that thing about him getting older and hating me, everything was like something I was like already like trying to process myself. So it was kind of really hard for like other people to like have these same thoughts. Cause I started doubting like a lot. I'm like, oh, well, if they're having these thoughts that I'm having, maybe like this shouldn't be like the relationship for me or whatever. Um, yeah. Obviously I got past that, but yeah, everybody had an opinion. My parents, mm-hmm. my friends, my siblings, everybody. <laughs> Even my parents had an opinion and I had a child. And then yeah. they kept saying, why are you with someone who has kids? And I'm like, what? So I should just throw him in the trash because he has kids? <laughs> like, what if someone was saying that about me? What if his parents yeah. were saying that about me? But you just brought something up, which just made me think, how do you juggle holidays when your stepson isn't allowed to leave the state with you and your husband. So we um only celebrate like with so, okay, so this year we have Christmas with him and we celebrate on Christmas. Next year we won't have Christmas with him and we'll celebrate it on a different day. Um and then we go to see my family like every other year and like we don't bring him but on the days that we have my stepson on Christmas or like whatever holiday, then we celebrate with my parents on a different day or my parents and my siblings. So um, it's hardly ever all on the same day or all on like actual holidays. Uh, we don't celebrate much on actual holidays. That's, that's gotta be really hard because I bet you kind of want to, I know for me, I, and I know we've discussed this before that you have a different relationship with your stepson that I do with my boys, but I still want to show my stepsons off as one of my children And I know that you and your husband are trying, like you want to have an hours baby. So how do you think that's going to impact when that happens? So I do think that, um, well, I, first of all, I think when we have an ours baby, my family will actually come to visit because right now they hardly ever do. So that will probably be a lot easier because then they can meet him. The main problem with that is that we have a tiny house, so we don't have room for my stepson to sleep and like somebody else to sleep. So um, that's the main problem with that, but we're planning on moving soon. So we're like hoping that like next Thanksgiving, when we have him, that everybody can come to Thanksgiving. So that's like our main hope. But I think when he gets older, he'll be able to leave the state and that'll be a little bit easier. And we'll actually like be able to do things with him that aren't just in like our little state. So Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but bio mom's allowed to take him out of the state, just you guys aren't. 
Yes. So when they were like getting, <laughs> it's so stupid. When they were like getting separated, that is something that she put in like the orders. And my husband was like, he went like almost a whole year without having any time with his kid, except they met once a week for an hour at like a restaurant. That was the only time for the first year of this kid's life. My husband got to see him. So he was like, it's, it, it is so insane because that's how long it took for like the, like everything to get complete because she was so difficult about it that like, that's how long it took for everything to like get in place for his visitation to actually start. So at that point he was like, I will sign anything so that I can have time with this kid. So he signed it, I guess, not even like thinking all the way through. Um, and we weren't, we were like so brand new at this point. So this isn't something that we went over together or anything, but he just signed it. So it's like on paper that she can take him out of the state, but my husband can't. What a Karen. I know. I know. I'm like, what made you even think to put that in the orders? Like, it's just, that is so, and while he was a baby, I totally understand. Like, but there should have been like an age cap on that. There definitely should have been. And it should have been, it should have gone both ways. Yes. It should have gone both ways. So I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a good review. Bye. Bye.